welcome to another episode of the Nitro Performance Guide. I'm TJ, I'm your host, the Nitro Performance Guide. Let me tell you what, folks. We are seeing some amazing drag racing right now. It's fast. It's up over 330. I mean, it's the getting is good. So we're going to do something different today. Uh, we didn't do a show on uh, Reading. So what I'm going to do is we're going to just kind of gloss through that real quick. And then we're going to move right to Charlotte uh, for the Betway NHRA Carolina Nationals from the Bellagio Z-Max Dragway. Man, I tell you what, they were rocking Charlotte all weekend. They rocked Reading last weekend. We are getting our money's worth, okay? Uh, and we knew the NHRA 22 was going to be different, like one of the best seasons that we've ever had. And it's living up to that. And this is the countdown. So the countdown is when you bring out your best stuff. And we've been seeing a good, good, you know, season of racing. It's been competitive. It's been side-by-side, side, panel to panel. Man, I tell you what, it's been competitive. Like, you got to bring your stuff. The parody has been there in top few, like we thought it would be. A funny car is always crazy. Like, it, there's always, like, 10 cars that can win the race anytime the funny cars pull up in the racetrack. So, it's... It's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, but, you know, last week we had a John Force double up, you know, uh, with Austin Proc getting the win uh, the same day his dad got the win with, with Robert. Uh, that I mean, it's that's really, really cool. Um, let me see before I let me mention the other the other winners as well. Erica Enders gets the win in pro stock car and then in the motorcycle category uh joey gladstone gets the win uh so very nice congratulations to them moving on to this race uh we'll, we'll talk about ready but uh that austin prop car has kind of come alive a little bit <laughs> like uh i mean big speeds they said they had a team meeting uh with with his dad jimmy prop the the tuner of the Auto Club of Southern California Nitro Camaro piloted by Robert Height. Um, so they, they had a meeting and they, they said they figured it out. So there's some a lot there's a lot of people figuring some stuff out. How about Clay Milliken, folks? Clay Milliken and Rick Ware Racing. Uh, look, I've always said it. You know, Clay just needed a little bit more financial support. And he's getting that with Rick Ware. I mean, they get, they're getting all the parts they need. And, you know, Jimmy Overhoffer is a very aggressive tuner. Uh, he was very aggressive when he tuned with Doug Coletta. I mean, they were always in the hunt. They were always, you know, in the hunt. That car, he's done great things to top fuel, you know, including that 442, I believe, if I remember correctly. You know, at, when we were going uh, a quarter mile, but that's all they needed is the is the parts, and they have that now. 
I mean, they're running 60s right down there with everybody else. So, look, we're going to talk about what just happened with Clay Milliken uh, yesterday. The race was yesterday. And, uh, I mean, I tell you what, it was a great day of racing. Um, so, I'm basically kind of going to kind of do it differently uh, because I want to make sure we cover the Betway in HRA Carolina Nationals properly. So I want to make sure, but I want to make sure I bring up Reading because there are a lot of trends that continued and there was a lot of trends that kind of stopped or that there's changes. Um, the points are up for grabs, folks. Like, don't just, you know, write Brittany Forrest the check right now, you know. She's had the best top fuel car all year, yes, by far. But they're starting to struggle a little bit, and this is kind of their time of the year. Um, Tony Petragon said that Doug uh, or David Grubman might be in his head a little bit. I'm not sure about that, but I don't know for sure. So, But Brittany was visibly frustrated yesterday uh, after a certain round. She did not win the race. Um, she did advance. But she was frustrated down the far end because they are starting to, you know, they got little some gremlins, you know, with St. Louis in less than five days, man. I mean, this week, they're going to, the next time they light these engines, they're going to be in my backyard, and I'm excited. Uh, we'll talk more about that because they're already talking about it. The conditions are going to be, to quote Brian Loans, intergalactic. <laughs> So it's going to be stellar. So, uh, but Brittany isn't the only one that can run down in the 60s. And, we, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. So uh, last week, John Force was in the semifinals with J.R. Todd. And John Force got to the semifinal round. See, he's keeping pace. He, uh, at the end of yesterday's race, he was, at, he was uh, fourth. So he's keeping pace. I mean, he didn't win. Uh, Robert Hype beat Tim Wilkerson last week, but it's because Tim Wilkerson went red. Um, missed it by a lot, but uh, it's okay. It's okay. Robert Hype in the other lane, 3.937, 328, 38, defeats Tim Wilkerson, who uh, red lit and gave it right over to Robert. Uh, the low ET last week was 3.858. By Ron Caps, that Napa gear wrench GR Supra, and guess who had the top speed as well three three hundred thirty four point nine zero miles per hour for Ron Caps as well. Uh, but just looking at the speeds, just looking at the sheet, folks. Like, I mean, I'm just looking at Funny Car right now. I just start with Funny Car. Uh, but I mean, we got three hundred thirty all day, like all day long. I had to explain to a very special person who is going to experience drag racing this weekend for the first time. He asked me, he said, isn't that common? Because I was I was watching an HRA TV and he heard Alan Reinhardt, you know, saying the numbers at the end of the run. And 330 was said a lot, 330 something. He said, but that's pretty common, right? I said, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. And it's someone who has watched the sport and just to see just how common it is now. I mean, it's amazing. 320 would be common. You know, 326, you know, would be you're starting to put the coals to it, you know. Uh, 
but 330, 333, we got 331, you know, we got 334 for, for Matt Hagen in the first round. I mean, Ron Caps have the top speed, but we're talking about thousands of measurements so minuscule. They run the same uh, speed, 334. We got it in the second round, too, folks, 332. We got it 329 for Tim Wilkerson. 332 was uh, Robert Height defeating Cruz Pedregon, 3.901, 332. So, like, you're seeing these speeds here, like, uh, Tim Wilkerson, how about this? Tim Wilkerson, 3.922 at 331, defeats Alexis DeJoria, who also was running 330 miles per hour, but 3.924 in the first round. I'm jumping all around, folks. Uh, but you, 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 you're catching my drift. I think, I think you're catching it here. Uh, Robert Height, he was unopposed in the first round, 333. So they're running these cars real hard out the top end or at the back end of the racetrack. Something else I want to note, Chad Green, 3.932, 324. I'm telling you what, that is Tim Wilkerson's team car. That's what I consider it. Uh, it's tuned by Daniel Wilkerson, Tim's son. Uh, and as everyone should know, Tim tunes his own car. Uh, but that Bonco car is pretty much a Tim Wilkerson clone i mean that car can run high 80s you know tim can run in the low 80s but i mean chad green is not a duck okay nobody's a duck out here because i mean it doesn't matter how fast your car is if it doesn't get to the other end of the finish line first uh bob tasker you know he uh is keeping pace with everyone he, he got to the semifinals last week 3.941 at 330 miles an hour he wasn't the only one in that session of course of course so it's funny that in funny car we get solid runs and this actually happened yesterday too uh where we get solid drag racing three over 330 miles per hour in the first few rounds but in the final round <laughs> we don't see that uh ron caps or, or i'm sorry uh, uh robert height won with uh, 328, which is still huge speed. That's big speed down there at the top end of the racetrack. Let me just say, you know, that's big speed. Uh, but it kind of happened yesterday too, where they was they ran a lot better. And in yesterday's case, both of the funny cars were not singing through the finish line. So, uh, it, it's just something, just something that happens. But yeah, so let's talk about top fuel, okay? And we're gonna go through this sheet, and we're gonna get to. Uh, the Betway NHRA Carolina Nationals. But I had to cover, I had to cover the Pet Boys, 37th annual Pet Boys NHRA Nationals from Reading. Oh, how about the Ken, Kenny Koretsky and his family bought the racetrack, Maple Grove. They bought it. The Grove is still going to be on the uh, race tour because of the Koretsky family. So, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. This is a very, very, very important track on the NHRA uh, circuit. I mean, it's tradition that Reading is a fast racetrack, which is another reason why I'm so excited that we're getting Chicago back. Joliet, you know, the, the stadium, the first stadium drag strip is going to be back on the, uh, on the tour next, next season. So I'm so excited. 
Um, I might have to, you know, um, t- you know, get up there because it's. I mean, it's not far, but like that's. I've always loved that racetrack just because of how it looked, you know. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Let's talk about top fuel. Uh, all, like if we said, Austin Proc would get the win over Justin Ashley. Uh, there was a little heat last week, so uh, the the ETs that you're you're gonna hear are not what you know what you're gonna hear about. Uh, what you're gonna hear that happened in Charlotte. Let's say it that way. Uh, but, I mean, we're talking about low seventies though, seventies. I mean, low to mid seventies. Uh, you know, the final round was won by an uh, a mid seventies. Austin Proc three point seven five five three twenty nine sixty seven three twenty nine. Big speed out the back end. His dad likes to run that car real hard out the back end and it, it, it's showing that the car is running a lot like the funny car is uh with big speed out the back well the john forrest cars are just like that um not everybody was like that but john forrest consistently over the years has had a big speeds all of the his funny cars have had and all of his dragsters are going for big speed out the back end they run those cars that way uh, but obviously back in the day, you know, uh, there was different tuners, different things, but that's just the, the motto there. It's aggressive, but it's also, you know, you, the back end of the racetrack is where the races are won and lost. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to see that. And we even see it here. I don't have the margin of victories here on this specific sheet. Um, uh, but we're going to talk about it. So in the first round, uh, Doug Coletta defeats Leah Pruitt. Uh, 3.720, and I bring up Doug Coletta because he, um, you know, they haven't had the year that we expected them to have. I mean, th- I'm not telling you anything they wouldn't, you know. Uh, but, you know, they're starting to do good things at the right time, you know. Uh, 329, like Alan Johnson, he's a pretty aggressive tuner out the back end, but, you know, he's, uh, it's, you know, I'm sure he wouldn't make any bones about it. The car has not performed the way we thought it would, you know. Uh, actually, for most of the year, I, Sean Langdon's car was better than Doug Kalita's car. And, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people predicted that, especially with AJ coming over there. But, you know, this is too, this too is drag racing. This is drag racing. I mean, even yesterday, folks, uh, this is in a true time machine episode. <laughs> Because we're still going to talk about what happened yesterday. Uh, but, I mean, Bob Tasca was visibly frustrated on the top end of the racetrack when he exited eliminations. We'll talk about that. Uh, but he said drag racing, man. You know, we we made all of these solid runs, and we were not supposed to smoke the tires, and they did. Uh, drag racing is a drag, man, I tell you. Uh, but anyway, uh uh, Clay Milliken's going to get the win over Tony Schumacher, 3.776. He <laughs> he was laughing about it on his YouTube channel, um, which is great for the sport, by the way. I mean, Clay Milliken, let me just stop right here and say this. I have been a Clay Milliken fan for probably as long as I've been a John Forrest fan. I used to watch IHRA. And the way he used to dominate over there and just beat up on him, man. I tell you, in top few. And then he got over in, into NHRA. I was so excited about that. You know, it took him a while to get his win. But he got it. And it was just, 
It was after he lost Dalton, and it was just uh, just a great thing. No, no dry eyes in the house. Uh, but you know, I have always loved Clay Milliken. So to see the recent resurgence of of the of the performance that we kind of saw in in a IHRA, even though they were running to a quarter mile and running a lot, they weren't running the ETs that the uh, in a the big show were cars were running. But I mean. Cons- you could consider at that time, IHRA, I, <laughs> IHRA was basically NHRA minor league, if, if you want to say it like that. NHRA is the big show. IHRA was the, you know, the minor league show, basically. But it's still great performance, still Nitro, top few. My point, I really love to see Clay Milliken doing well because he's such a great guy. He's such a just a genuine spirit. There's not a lot of them out there, and I'll just say that there's a lot of people who <laughs> are very interesting. Uh, but but it's okay. Um, that's what makes the sport great. We got a diversity of a lot of things, uh, especially in personality for sure. But anyway, Clay Milliken he's going to get the win, three point seven seven over Tony Schumacher. Um. And then Brittany Forrest just breaks everybody's back. 3.698, 337 mile, uh, 66 miles per hour. Like, I, I, let me go back and look at that. I want to see if they put, uh, they want to look at the, um, the incrementals. Because uh, I know that she's very close. Or, But here's the thing you're going to see, folks, when we talk about the Betway NHRA nationals they're not the only one that's gunning for that uh money uh for the first to go 300 at the eighth mile i mean we're within like we're close we're i mean we're basically there you know we're basically there um but 337 in the first round justin ashley 3.73 329 listen mike green's got that car singing man i tell you what um, and then Antron Brown as well. You know, he wasn't running the numbers, 3.851, 249, but he, he had some issues. Uh, but Josh Hart had more issues crossing the line at 10 seconds. So, look, like Austin Proc, Antron Brown, Justin Ashley, and Mike Salidas advanced into the semifinals. Justin Ashley is going to get the win over Mike Salinas, 3.739, 330.80 miles per hour. He was getting it down there, and he's going to get into the final. Austin Proc did not complete a full pass there. I want to look. Uh, 3.7. Okay, he had a full pass in the second round, 3.762, Uh, But he didn't have a full pass going into the final. I know that can give him some anxiety sometimes. But Austin Proc is going to get the win, 3.755, 329.67. They got that thing fixed for the final. It was a close drag race. I mean, anytime that Phillips Connect car is over there in that other lane, watch out. I'll tell you what, Justin Ashley, they got something special going over there. And look, it, it's, it's happening at just the right time. So, to this past weekend, the NHRA, Betway, well, Betway, NHRA, Carolina Nationals from Z-Max, Dragway. That's how they ended after Maple Grove. So my apologies. Let me go ahead and just put a period on Maple Grove properly. And I got to tell you the points. 
I gotta tell you the points. All right. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Anyway, we have fun. Okay. So the points. Justin Ashley left with the points lead. 2,170 uh, points. Oh, Brittany Force was behind him. Uh, 2,161 points. Uh, so not by much. Not by much. But actually, let me see. I had this written down. Um, let me see. Or it might be a picture. It might be a picture. Let me see here. So let's talk about a couple things. Um, other than other than the points. So the top three in the points. Let's just do the top top five in the points. Uh, Justin Ashley, Brittany Forrest, Mike Salinas in number three, Antron Brown in number four. Number five is Steve Torrance. Just uh, in number six, Austin Proc. Uh, Josh Hart dropped down from five to now seven. Uh, and then at eight, we have a tie for Doug Kalitta and Leah Pruitt. And number 10, we have Sean Langdon. Number 11 is Clay Milliken, uh, which he's definitely going to be climbing up after this performance. And then Tony Schumacher, number 12. In Funny Car, we got Robert Height, Mike, uh, Matt. <laughs> we got Robert Height, Matt Hagen, Ron Caps in the third spot. In the fourth spot, we got John Forrest. Bob Tasker, the third, is in number five. Tim Wilkerson, number six. J.R. Tide, number seven. Cruz Petragon, number eight. Alexis DeJoria, number nine. Jim Campbell. How about Jim Campbell, number 10? And Blake Alexander in the number 11 spot. All right. And they're just keeping you abreast with your for your pro stock fix. Just a little bit of it. Eric Enders, Greg Anderson, Anderson. Erica Enders, Greg Anderson, Kyle Koretsky, Troy Coffin is in number four, and Aaron Stanfield rounds out the top five for the Pro Stock card. And then Pro Stock Motorcycle, we got Joey Gladstone leading the points going into Carolina. Matt Smith in number two, Steve Johnson number three, Angie Smith number four, Angel Sampay rounds out the top five in the points. How about Austin Proc was number 12 at the start of Maple Grove. He ended up being number six after winning. Uh, and then Robert Height, he was number one in, and these are all stats from NHRA uh, on Fox. Great stats. Points, he's got the most of anyone. Wins, he's got seven, the most of anyone. Final rounds, he's got 10, the most of anyone. Final uh, round wins, he's got 47, the most of anyone. We got average qualifying position, 2.88. Uh, so that's higher than anybody else. And then his average qualifying ET, 3.900. That's quicker than anybody else as well. So... Uh, Robert Hyde is leading all the numbers, but you know, they, they want to bring it home and they want to get it done. So good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Some interesting news from this past weekend. Uh, uh, Tony Schumacher gets a three year extension, uh, through 2025 with SCAG. Uh, so that's very cool. Very good. And, and I know a lot of the drivers uh, love that security. <laughs> I mean, it's it's job security, seriously. Um, but, yeah. And so that came in qualifying. How about 212 on the racetrack? 
uh, for the Pro Stockers this weekend. Eric Enders ran that 212, 212 miles per hour. And that's really what we can... I, that's why I always watch the Pro Stock categories uh, to see how quick the times are. And that really is going to... That gives you a clue of what the Nitro cars are going to do. Uh, it's always accurate, uh, which you'll see. Uh, Austin Pratt in the, qualif in the second qualifier... He's going to get a 3.736, 334.98, folks. We're not going to go eat down each specific run, but I have some specific notes that I put down here because I was watching it, and it's just great, just great. Okay, let's talk about it. The session of, I mean, I, I, this has got to be one of the best sessions in history, like in top field qualifying history. Uh, qualifying session number three was so fast, Header flames up, shooting over the wing. Uh, look, everybody was side by side down there. Everybody. I mean, there was a few that, you know, didn't get down the racetrack. But, man, it was like side by side the whole the whole session for Top Fuel. Uh, the whole session. I mean, it was so cool down there, folks, where... Uh, and, and I'll get to it, but it was just very cool to see the drivers also taking note of just how badass the drag racing is right now in their class. Uh, so Tony Schumacher and Doug Foley, they went side by side, 3.737 to a 3.76 side by side. Uh, awesome. Awesome. That started the session. Uh, uh Alex Laughlin was the only car qualified this weekend in the number 16 spot, I believe. Um, let me see. Uh, wait, I, I'll get to it. But anyway, it, if it doesn't matter. But anyway, <laughs> it does matter, but it's okay. Um, Alex Laughlin was the only car qualified in the field, not in the 3.7 or faster zone. He ran 3.0, uh, 3.80, I believe. Yeah. So... This is where it started. 3.68 for Mike Salinas, right to the top, right to the top for Pep Boys and Scrappers. He was the number one qualifier for all of a minute and a half. Clay Milliken comes down for Rick Ware and Parts Plus and Nurtech ODT. 3.8, uh, 3.687, 331. 0 0.20 miles per hour. We saw signs of life at Virginia when he went down there, and he was one of the only cars in the session that went 69. Uh, of course, there were some other cars that did it, but uh, even I have the video. It was funny. Uh, Alan Reinhardt was kind of like, oh, Clay goes 369. <laughs> like, not surprised, like, oh, he can't do that, but like, it just kind of came out of nowhere. It was very, you know, because that car hadn't been running like that. So, you know, 369 just out of the box in Virginia, but now you got you got all the parts you need. 3.687, miles per hour, right to the top. Hey, he was number one for all of a minute and a half. How next rolling up is Brittany Force and Justin Ashley. Now, mind you, Doug Kalitta was the number one qualifier coming into this session. 3.69 from the previous night. So him and Josh Hart are after these two. Listen to these numbers, folks. Listen to the... 
David Grubnick and Mike Green and the rest of the teams on both sides of the racetrack put on a show, man. I tell you what, it's just as much about the tuners as it is about the drivers. And, you know, they like to compete as well with each other. They like, they're also in the business of entertainment, but they are scientific about it. They're, these people are geniuses to make these cars do something that they're, that no cars should be able to do. No car should be able to do what these cars do. Like, let's just be, let's be honest. So when things don't always go right, you got to understand, well, to be fair, these people are asking these vehicles to do things that no car should be able to do, to be fair. Anyway, and, and this is a perfect example of that. Like, 3.685 for Brittany Forrest, 336 0.91 miles per hour for the flavor pack Chevy top fuel car. But how about she was number one? She didn't, because I believe Justin Ashley got down there first. So she wouldn't have been number one, but she was quicker than Clay Milliken. Bumps Clay Milliken down. Justin Ashley, 3.668 at 335.65 miles per hour for Phillips Connect Vita C Shot. Listen, he goes to the top 335.65 miles per hour and 336.91 in the other lane, folks. And it was side by side. Everybody that went down that racetrack was side by side. I didn't get everybody's numbers, but it was two by two to the finish line. Header fire up. Header flames clean as well. Doug Kalitta and Josh Hart roll up there. How about 3.689 for Doug Kalitta and 3.696 for Josh Hart? I'll tell you what, fabulous session of side-by-side top fuel header flames shooting over the wing, man. I tell you what, hey, the top fuel drivers were so in it down at the far end of the racetrack when all of this bumping was happening. They were at the screen, you know, that Amanda and the, the far end reporters, whoever it is, gets to see the runs as the cars come down the racetrack. They can hear them in real life because, I mean, there's, it's impossible not to. But you can also see it on the screen in, in real time. And the drivers were down there watching the cars go down the racetrack. And that made, that's just so exciting to see. Like, wow, they're, they're amazed. They're just as amazed as we are. They're like, wow, look at what's happening. You know, everybody is just one-upping, one-upping, one-upping. One upsmanship, man. Like we're in there, we're in the business of entertainment. And I tell you what, that was probably one of the most entertaining sessions that I've ever seen in Top Fuel. And so then the funny cars come up and you think, well, okay, well, you seen what Top Fuel did. And I know they heard everything that happened in Top Fuel, and I'm sure that got a few of them to adjust some flows. Uh, so J.R. Todd, first out of the box, 3.873, 328.54 miles per hour, 280 plus at the eighth mile. Um, J.R. was a little uh, irritated with some folks for making some comments last week. Uh, Joe Costello, uh, him and John Force lined up in qualifying. And uh, Joe Costello said in the booth that, you know, they're a second tier team because they um they're in the second tier not a second tier team uh but they're in the second tier of the championship chase 
because you know they just haven't won as much or whatever. Uh, they haven't won as much as more what you would consider the the cars that are in the t uh, the first tier right now. Uh, and he was a little irritated with Joe, uh, called him a clown uh, on Instagram. But Jr. is uh, he's he um, he wears his heart on his sleeve. That's for sure, uh, and that's okay. But you know. He was just stating facts. I, you know, the the car hasn't performed. I think to the expectations of everyone. I mean, and me being in the the media biz now, you know, you got to call it. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad car. I I never seen the comment. Is that a t a second tier team? I just think they're in the second tier because they haven't won as much as the other cars have. Not to the fact of it being it. It's not a personal shot. I don't think, but. Drag racers are very, uh, <laughs> they, uh, you know, a little, a little hot headed, a little hot headed, but you know, Hey, that's, that's what makes it great. But J.R. Todd, 330, uh, oh, I'm sorry, 3.873 in the first, first one going down there in the funny car final session. Um, so happy birthday to Alexis DeJoria. I had a birthday this weekend, 3.903, 329. Uh, Chad Green, 3.887, and get this, folks, just 315 miles an hour. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh, so, and, and Tony, uh, uh, Petragon said it. He was like, well, if you're not coming up here to move around or move or better your time, there's no reason really to be up here, you know? Because, I mean, it was, you, it, don't be shy. Give it to the racetrack, man. I'll tell you what. Um... How about, let me see, faster at the eighth mile. My 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 notes. I didn't specify which. It's in the middle. <laughs> uh, well, some one of these cars was faster at the eighth mile than the other. But I mean, like, look at that Chad Green car, that Bonco car. Uh, Cruz Pedregon and Blake Alexander. Blake is up in smoke. Uh, this is the first tire smoke we had seen in a few pairs, uh, including top fuel as well. 3.903 at 3.26 for Cruz. He jumps up just one position with that run. Tim Wilkinson and Bob Tasker are next. How about Bob Tasker? 3.866 at 331.77 miles per hour. You could hear the clutch lock up at eighth mile. And I'll tell you what, Tim Wilkinson was in smoke. Um, before the eighth mile, he was on a run as well, uh, but he just couldn't. And mind you, I just want to just remind you, they were chasing John Forrest, who was number one, 3.850 at 335. I'm sorry. Those are the track records. 3.850 and 335.07 miles per hour set by John Forrest, who is also the number one qualifier, uh, 3.8. Five, I believe, was the number one qualifier. Uh, he was off by a thou, but I'm sure they just put that tune up in that timing map, and um, that's that's what happened. Uh, Danny Hood, they 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 do well at this racetrack. They do very well at this racetrack. Um, uh, Ron Caps has a big explosion in the next pair with Matt Hagen. Matt Hagen is uh, smokes the tires now. Uh, it's more like more than likely because when the when the cars are going down the racetrack, they're spinning the tires the whole way down the racetrack. But it's a control wheel spin. 
Now, when the, the tires start to spin a little too fast, it's mechanical fuel injection. So if the tires are spinning faster, it's going to be putting more fuel into the engine. You're going to put cylinders out because you're flooding that pipe. Now, when that happens, that puts a lot of strain on the engine. And, you know, sometimes the engine doesn't doesn't like it and it, it blows its top. So they, they split that, that body split, but it held up pretty well. Like, I have never seen a body hold up to as much, you know, trauma as the the gr super has so it's the cutting edge right now it's it's leading the uh the the pack in design and uh it's very good 3.854 was number one for john force by the way uh robert height and john force line up um and very anticlimactic into a great session both of them hit the tires both of them smoke them uh john went a little farther um but yeah yeah Good stuff. Good stuff in the Nitro final qualifying. That's why you always got to see qualifying or final qualifying. Because the, the Friday night session, yeah, the fast session or the one they intend to be the, the night session, quote unquote. Because it's not always in full-fledged night. But when it is, oops, excuse me. Uh, when it is, uh, they put those pumps on, step off the clutch and hit the loud pedal and you see those header flames come up. Uh, it's pretty special. Um, but it's not always the best session. And it, it, I mean, and even probably this weekend, it's not going to be the best session, you know, where, or I'm sorry, the fastest session, um, you know, especially in the fall. And I said this a couple episodes ago, that's, what's cool about the fall because, you know, you see that number one qualifier sometimes change on the second day, I mean, you saw that in Top Fuel where, I mean, it changed three or four times in the final session uh, with Doug Coletta, who came into the session, the number one qualifier, 3.69. But, I mean, the rest of his colleagues uh, were, were starting to get after it. So, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. Funny Car is also really, really bringing, bringing the pain this year, man. I'll tell you what. But, here we go. Let's start race day. Uh, we got Josh Hart. He uh, wouldn't fire right away. We had some drama, some thrashing at the uh, for, in the first race. But uh, Tony Schumacher, they were lined up next to Tony Schumacher and Skag, uh, RNL Carriers, and Ron Douglas for JR. Or I'm sorry for Josh Hart. Uh, they extended that courtesy to him. They said, "Hey, we'll wait. You know, take your time. You know, if you can't fire, you can't fire." But We'll wait. We're not in a hurry. We want to race, you know, and that's the good thing about drag racers. Like, you know, if if I roll up there and your car, you don't, your top fuel car doesn't fire. Well, I want to race. I wanted to race. So I wait, you know, because everybody likes a, a, an easy win, but drag racers like to earn their keep, you know, and so racing someone, which that's going to come up in a, in a second, because uh, there was a certain pair that wasn't a pair and they were team cars so uh we'll talk about that in just a second but josh hart eventually did get the car to fire 3.708 and he beats tony schumacher's 3.73 uh and that's that's gonna be it he's gonna get the win uh for an rnl carriers 
Number two, we had Spencer Massey and Brittany Forrest. 3.670, or 5.7 miles per hour. Spencer Massey was giving her a good race. He was 41 on the light. Uh, he gave it, probably gave up about 800 to 900 feet, 3.75, uh, and it just quit. So, got to wonder if he got out of the gas or whatever, or the car was just hurt. But he definitely got off the line over Brittany. He left first. Brittany got there first. 82 on the tree for her, for, my, uh, for Flavor Pack. And uh, Spencer Massey, the commercial fabricators uh, of Pat Dakin. So, in the next one, we had for Rick Ware, Nerd Tech, ODT, and Parts Plus, Clay Milliken, and Doug Foley for Protex. These guys lined up a lot in IHRA, so I love, always love when they get together. 3.739 for Clay Milliken beats 3.787. For Doug Foley. I don't have everybody's speed, so forgive me for that. I was watching the TV show, and they say it kind of fast. And they only show it for just a, a brief moment. Uh, and I, I get what I can, I tell you that. All right, but anyway, so we got Alex Laughlin for Haviland and Justin Ashley for Phillips Connect. Your number one qualifier. How about 3.688, 330.80 miles per hour. And he was out of the groove, folks. He was next to the wall. He was right next to the wall. That's crazy going that fast. <laughs> and that wall is getting a little closer than, I mean, you could see the shadow on the TV show. Like, you could see the shadow of the top fuel car getting near the wall. And this was like, there was a cloud covered day, folks. I don't have all the weather conditions. Bad TJ. I know. No, it's fine. Um, it was fast. It, it was very fast the whole day. Uh, but you know, that's a big part of what we do, uh, the weather conditions. So I'll, I'll get you some of that, uh, for the, for the second round. Uh, but we, we got to address like these, these conditions. I mean, they were great. It was, it was, it was a uh, cloud cover and everybody was taking advantage of that. I'll tell you what, 3.688, and you know, you don't lift on race day. Because you don't know what the other car is doing. I mean, he didn't know that Alex Laughlin wasn't right there next to him. Uh, but he's not going to get the win. Um, so we'll see Alex Laughlin later for Scott Palmer and Havlin and Hot Wheels. In the next one, we got Mike Salinas for Pep Boys and Leah Pruitt with a Code 3 Associates on the side of it. Mike Salinas is going to get the win, 3.696 at 331.20 miles per hour. He's going to get the win. In the next one, we had Doug Kalitta, who every time he wins a round win, um, they donate 20,000 meals uh, for Feeding America, which is awesome. That's great. He's going to get the first round win over his teammate, Sean Langdon, for DHL, Rev Kim. Uh, everything Kalitta. <laughs> everything Kalitta. 3.71. For Doug Kalita, 330 or 327. How about in both lanes? 327 miles per hour in both lanes. He beats Sean Langdon 3.73. He's going to go on to St. Louis early. All right. We got Austin Proc and Antron Brown. Antron Brown for Matco Tools, Hankstifer, Sirius XM, and Austin Proc for Rocky Mountain Twist. 
Montana Brands, Peak, Blue Death, Flavor Pack, all things John Force. Austin Proc left first, but Antron Brown's going to get there first. 3.691 at 331.20 miles per hour. I tell you what, Brian Karate and the rest of the gang, they have that car running on me at the right time of the year. They're running right with the Britney Forces and the Ashley and the Mike or the, the Justin Ashleys. So we're going to talk about his dad, Mike Ashley. <laughs> but um, no, like, yeah, like, like they're running right with them. And, and we've seen the Justin Ashley car running really well all year. And we kind of were waiting for, you know, you know, we were kind of waiting to see like, okay, when is Antron's car going to come alive? Because they're teammates, they're loose teammates, but they're still teammates nonetheless. So we expected to see Antron Brown, you know, step up at some point this year. Because of the way the Justin Ashley car has been running all year. And it's it's they're coming along at the right time, man. I tell you what, 3.691, 331.20 miles per hour. The next winner would actually run that same ET but quicker by one thousandth of a second. He was by himself. Steve Torrance, 3.690, 331.61 miles per hour. Hey, how about the slowest winning ET was 3.71? Wow. Wow. Billy Torrance, um, they he didn't show he didn't make the call, but I don't it was I don't think it was it was a he didn't have the parts or he was broke. It was a team decision. Uh it's a business decision. They're they're going for a championship. So you'll see kind of funny things like this, um, where you know, one car will sit out and or or, or something strange will happen to the car that's not as high in the points uh for teams and but more than often than not you see them race heads up you know uh and so there's differing thoughts about that um my opinion is it's a business it's um you know if billy torrance doesn't run a lot of races and he's not in the points and steve torrance is he's trying to get back up there in the points you know but 3.69, that's hard to beat, man. That's, like, really hard to beat. I mean, I think you could have rolled Billy up there and, you know. But different teams do it different ways, you know. Uh, look at the Kalitas. We got 3.71, 3.73 side-by-side. DHL in one lane and then Mac Tools in the other for Kalita. So those are team cars. So, I mean, again, there's different ways to run these cars. But heads-up is usually the way we like to see it. But, you know. It is what it is. Funny cars are next. Round one. Round one. Six hot. Hey, Tony. Uh, I always keep wanting to say Tony Stewart. I know y'all hear me say it. Every time I say Tony. Tony Petragon gave us some stats, folks. 6,000 pounds of vector downforce coming out of the pipes for these things. 2,000 or 2,500 pounds of downforce on the front end of the funny car when it's going down the racetrack at full downforce and 6,000 pounds of downforce at that giant rear wing. Those are some awesome numbers. Let's get into it. JR Todd and Alexis DeJoya, the GR Supers. JR spins the tires and there's a head gasket coming out as he goes down the racetrack. You start to see that green tint coming out of uh, that or the green flash coming from under the body. Alexis DeJoy is going to get the win. 3.878 at 
0.73 miles per hour. I tell you what, that was a career best ET and speed for Alexis. We thought it was just the speed, but she reminded Bruno down at the other end. It's also a career best ET for her. So that's awesome. And that's at that point, that's when they started to mention the intergalactic record runs we're going to see next week at Gateway. Worldwide Technology Raceway. It's on the way. Anyway, we got Robert Height and wait. Oh, okay. Uh, Robert Height and uh, Jim Campbell. Robert Height said it in the pits. We got to win. We got to get down to the other end of the racetrack because if they make a good run, they could beat us. And that's true. Robert Height is going to get the win. 3.869 at 331. 0.53 miles per hour. That was a straight funny car pass. It was straight down the groove. Jim Campbell's going to cross the line in five seconds. He had some issues. He's not going to make it. John Forrest got a solo. There was a little short of funny cars this week. Um, there's going to be two buy runs. Actually, there's going to be a buy run in the next round as well um, for one of our drivers. We'll find out who that is in just a second. John Forrest, good thing there was no one in the other lane. 762 is going to be the uh, the ET for e, the ET for him. Uh, as they were probably going for it to see what they could get away with. And they just probably plugged in that 85 tune-up and just didn't track, didn't hold it. Uh, he went about 150 feet to 200 feet, and then the car went silent. Uh, in the next one, we got John Smith and Matt Hagen, the Scheller Motor Mile colors this weekend red white and blue on that hellcat dodge charger next to john smith with which we've talked about before uh that smith family there they've been around drag racing a long time uh for rock batteries he's gonna go home though matt smith oh, i'm sorry matt smith wrong class folks matt hagan 3.92 only 315 miles per hour the car was off earlier um Early in the run, but still 3.92. But that that's what we say all the time, that that um, momentum that they carry will still show in the elapsed time, but it won't always show. Uh, the speed will go away in a hurry, we know, because it's that, that, that down force, that down force. Okay. Blake Alexander and Ron Caps are next. You can pretty much, they got this thing dialed in 3.9. Oh, sorry, 3.889 at 326 miles per hour. Dickie Venables, they just plugged that 88 in there. And, I mean, the last, if we could count how many 88s Ron Caps has run in the last, like, three or four races, like, we, I mean, we would probably be very impressed with just how consistently fast this car is. 3.88, that's not, that's nothing to uh, shake a stick at, right? That's a really, really solid ET, and they've been doing it back to back to back. You know, it's crazy. Now you you got to race the track. You got to go with the conditions. You can't just you know give it to them or give it to it at all times. Uh, but you know, listen, it's it is what it is. White smoke friction from the tires and the racetrack coming off of that Blake Alexander Ford. He's going to go home. We'll see him in St. Louis. We'll see him in St. Louis. We got Bob Tasca and Cruz Pedregon. Come to find out, Bob Tasca has not beat Cruz Pedregon this year anytime they matched up. I know there was a, a, a historic 
NHRA Nitro Funny Car Final when they were in Norwalk, header flames up. Cruz got the win that day, but that was a solid drag race. Well, Bob Tassel III is going to get the win this day, 3.882, just 7,000 off of the Ron Caps run, 330.80 miles per hour. That was the difference. Uh, Mike Neff is a very, very back-end tuner. I mean, he, he spent a lot of years at JFR, uh, and so, yeah, it shows in the way he tunes that Bob Tasker motorcraft quick lane Ford. In the next one, we got Chad Green and Tim Wilkerson, essentially team cars, right? 3.918 beats a 3.909, uh, actually, actually. I just lied to you. 3.918. Tim Wilkerson crossed the center line, folks. He was he out accelerated that Chad Green Bonco uh Chevy uh, not Chevy <laughs> Ford Mustang. Uh they Mustangs a pair. Both of them drive Mustangs. Tim Wilkerson, the LRS, Levi Ray and Shoop. Mustang is going to go on to his home race. He um, actually considers our racetrack his home race, which is cool. Uh, but I guess Juliet would also be, since he's from Springfield, it'd be, you know, he's probably right in the middle. You know, both of them are. But anyway, Chad Green is going to go on to face John Forrest, 3.909 to 323 miles per hour. He's going to have lane choice over the 16-time champ in the next round. Bring me top fuel cars. Bring me the top fuel cars to the staging lanes, please, for round number two. We got Clay Milliken for Rick Ware Racing, based in uh, North Carolina, which is very cool, North Nerdtech ODT. He's lined up next to Josh Hart in this second round, Ron Douglas, and R&L Carriers. Um, also, folks, we don't have the weather conditions. I just realized because they don't really do that on the TV show. They don't say it. Uh, but you, when you watch on NHRA TV, Alan Reinhardt uh, gives you the weather conditions uh, at the start of every session. So that's why we don't have them. But anyway, uh, we're just going to keep chugging along, though. We're not missing much. It's okay. It's it's good. It's I mean, the track is just solid. 90 degrees, 93 degrees, I think, I believe the track temp was. The... Uh, the sun had not still been on the racetrack, but it did start to clear up as the day went on. We'll talk about that. Um, Josh Hart was up in smoke before 3.30, and Clay Milliken is going to get into the semifinal round. Hey, listen at these numbers. 3.681 at 332.59 miles per hour. I tell you what, it's my favorite time of year for many reasons, folks. This is one of them. The times get fast, man. Every time they go down the racetrack, 60s or 80s in the funny cars, it's solid. Um, hey, in the next pair, we got Brittany Forrest from Monster Energy, Cornwell, all things John Forrest, and Antron Brown, the team owner, Matt Cole, Hankstifer, and Sirius XM. Hey, how about Brittany Forrest is going to go home? She, got, she went up into smoke early. In the run, 3.733 at 2.87 for Antron at the other end of the racetrack. He wasn't singing through the finish line, but he's going to get the win. Uh, Brittany Forrest, visibly frustrated at the far end of the racetrack. She said, we will figure this shit out. Well, I tell you what, you know. 
in the countdown, that's the good thing about it being six races. You can afford yourself a couple mulligans, but not too many. Not too many. And Brittany hasn't had a lot of them. Um, but she didn't win the previous race. Uh, but she got to the semifinals, uh, I believe. If I'm, if I might be lying to you. I don't know. I'm not going to move right now to check. But she's going rounds. And she's also making up points in qualifying. That's how you have to do it. The qualifying points add up in the countdown. But she didn't get many of those this weekend either because of how fast everybody else was. She got two points in the final session. We didn't. I'm not. I didn't ca um, count up every point that they got, but she did get at least two points in the final session because she was second quickest to Je uh, to Justin Ashley. And what I'm talking about, folks, is every session, every qualifying session, and I believe in the rate on race day too. I might be mistaken. Every the quickest of the session gets three points, the second quickest gets two points, and the third quickest gets one point. Now with points and a half at Pomona, they they do four, so the uh, the fastest gets four points, or the quickest. I'm sorry, those words are not interchangeable. They mean different things. The quickest of the session gets four points. Second quickest gets third three points. The third quickest gets set, uh, two points, and then the fourth quickest gets one point. Uh, but, again, she's not, I mean, they feel like they're struggling, but, I mean, they're not out of this thing. They're not out of it, okay? But they did They did say that. She was very, very candid about that at the far end of the racetrack, very emotional about it, uh, you know, and we, we get that in the language. But, you know, Fox can't air it, but I can say it here. We got Justin Ashley and Steve Torrance. How about Steve Torrance is also going home 65 on the light. But Justin Ashley, 3.697, 36 at the tree, and 332 at the finish line. Mike Green and Tommy DeLago, man, they got this thing running really, really fast. In the last pair of the second round, we got Doug Kalitta and Mike Salinas. We get two twenty thousand more meals because Doug Kalita is going to advance. He's going to beat that Mike Salinas car. How about these numbers, folks? Three hundred thirty-three point oh two miles per hour, and you're and you're going home, man. This is the NHRA now. You can go three thirty and go home. Three point six nine six for Doug Kalita. Three twenty-seven for the Mac Tools. Revcam CMR Construction and Roofing top fuel car mike salinas 3.72 333.02 miles per hour and he's going to st louis he's packing up the awning give me the funny cars let me get the floppers the ground pounders for round two matt hagan is going to get that solo run he's right up in smoke crosses the line in 10 seconds at 77 miles per hour he's going to get the win though hey Again, I just I say this sometimes. Look how impressive that is. He was on the gas less than a second. He still crosses the line at 10 seconds and at 77 miles per hour. These cars are crazy. In the next one, we got Robert Height and Alexis DeJoya. How about Alexis is going to put Robert Height on the trailer for Auto Club 
of Southern California. That Chevy's going to St. Louis early. Alexis DeJoya for Bandero, Premium Tequila, and Rocket Phones. That GR Supra is going to advance 3.918, beats a 3.924. She left with him, and that's what they said. You got to leave with Robert if you want a chance. She beat him by five feet down there at the other end of the racetrack. Robert was running her down. Actually, she had to run him down. Robert Hyde had a cylinder out on the left bank and uh, lost the spark plug. And he said, uh, he put out a cylinder. He said if he would have been uh, as quick as he was off of the line as he was in the previous round, they'd be going on. That's what he said. He, But we don't know if that's true, but he said, you know, it was my fault. I didn't get off the line like I should have. They both left in the 80s. Uh, he left in the 60s in the prior um the prior session, funny car, round one. In the next one, we got Bob Tasker from Motocraft, Quick Lane, and Ford, and Ron Caps for Toyota, GR Supra, and, well, not Ford GR Supra. He's driving a GR Supra, though. It's pretty nice looking. <laughs> As y'all know, I love that car. Napa and Gear Wrench, he's going to get down there 335.07 miles per hour in the second round, folks. 3.885, you could pencil it in. Ron Caps is going to get the win. He's on the to the semifinals. Bob Task is up in smoke. He was just too aggressive at the start. And he was visibly frustrated at the far end of the racetrack. But he's definitely not out of this thing either. Uh, in the final one, we got JFR, John Forrest, and Chad Green. John Forrest is going to get the win. 3.918 at 330. Point three nine miles per hour. Chad Green hits the hides. He's going home. So our final four in top fuel. We got Doug Kalitta, Justin Ashley, Clay Milliken, and Antron Brown. I wanted to mention something about the Clay Milliken car. They said that they were using, they were over having to overuse their cylinder sleeves and you know, they got a lot of new ones now. That's one of the parts that they really needed, and they found power. And and clearly, because, I mean, that car is running on mean 360s all day, all day long. Uh, and, and the car, the performance is so much more consistently fast and competitive right there with everybody. Right there. You have a rounder cylinder. You can apply more power in that specific cylinder. It's more evenly distributed, and they're doing it. So that's the second one, but we'll talk about it. Give me the top fuel cars for semifinal action. We got Doug Kalitta. 40,000 mils donated this day, but he's going home. 46 on the light, but that's nothing to Justin Ashley's 25. I'm kidding. It, it was a lot. Like, And you know what we said last week for the indie show? Or, or whenever we did it, <laughs> uh, whenever we did it, like these are these are all star on the tree, all star numbers on the tree. Twenty five in a top fuel car, boy. Woo! I'm telling you what, three point six nine one, three hundred thirty three ninety one for Justin Ashley. Check a look at that top fuel speed. Look at that man. That's big speed down there. Doug Kalitta is not going to get down there to the other end. Seven seconds at just 119 miles an hour. How about Justin Ashley? 297.29 at the eighth mile. 
Big speeds down there at the eighth mile, 2.967 for Justin Ashley. In the next one, we got Clay Milliken, 74 on the line, 3.699, 331.20 miles per hour, and he is going home. How about just or Justin Ashley's teammate, Antron Brown, Clay Milliken for Nurtech ODT, by the way, and Rick Ware Racing. They're going home because Antron Brown was running 3.687 at 325.14 miles per hour in the other lane. So for Matco Tools, Hankstifer, Sirius XM, they are going to the final wow in style. 3.687. Man, I tell you what, top fuel, it is nuts out there. It's nuts. Side-by-side -side top fuel drag racing at over 300 miles an hour. I tell you what. In the funny car class, in the semifinals, we got Ron Caps, John Forrest, Alexis DeJoria, and Matt Hagen. Let's start with Ron Caps and John Forrest. Chevy, Peak, Antifreeze, and Coolant, Blue Death, Cornwell. Big speed on the big end of the racetrack. But he's not going to beat that Napa gear wrench, Toyota Supra of Ron Caps, 3.899 at 328.22 miles per hour, 54 on the tree for Ron Caps. John Forrest, 3.915 at 331.53 miles per hour. He was 67 on the tree, 287 at the eighth mile, the fastest funny car at the eighth mile in the session. Alexis Joya is going to get the win over Matt Hagen from Rocket Phones. Bandero Premium Tequila. Her Toyota is going, and she's going to make it an all-Toyota final. I believe this would be an all-Toyota final in general because, oh, Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil, I forgot to mention that for, for Antron Brown and Justin Ashley. They share those sponsors. They share some of them. Lucas Oil is one of them. I forgot about that. So how about this drag race, folks? 3.887, 332.02 miles per hour for Alexis DeJoy in that win. Nikki Bonifanti, Dale Worsham, an accomplished drag racer in his own right and, and as well as a, an accomplished tuner as well. Man, 332 miles per hour at the other end of the racetrack. That's awesome. He beats Matt Hagen, or they're going to beat Matt Hagen. Matt Hagen runs 3.9899, 328.22 miles per hour, 68 on the line. He left first for Dodge, but he's going home. He's going to make his way up to St. Louis. He is going to make his way down to Worldwide Technology Raceway, and we appreciate the presence because I'm quite excited. <laughs> All right, in just a second, I'm going to get up these points here just so I'm ready for it. Um, so, Ron Caps and Alexis DeJoy, the team final, team Toyota final. Uh, we know Ron Caps Motorsports is uh, in charge of the things and all the things that are on that side of the racetrack. Toyota Supra, Gear Wrench, and Napa are on the side of his Supra. In the other lane, we got... Alexis DeJoya, Toyota Supra as well, Bandero, Premium Tequila, Rocket Phones over on that side. Ron Caps left first, and he's going to get to the finish line first. 3.967 at 
at 267.32 miles per hour. Not singing through the finish line, but he's going to get the 72nd win of his career in Nitro Funny Car. It's crazy because actually there's a few of those wins that happened in top field, folks. Uh, Alexis DeJoria, 100 on the tree. Can't do that in the, in the final round. 3.985, 266, 85. Ron Cass was emotional on the top end. He complimented Alexis all day long. Alexis is a badass driver, man. I tell you what, and it's good to see her doing well. Uh, so I'm excited to see what they do next week, uh, this coming week. This week, it's Friday, folks. The margin of victory in the funny car final was 25 feet. Alexis, nothing to hang your head about. That was an amazing performance for the team, and it's trending in the right direction. Alexis DeJoria moves up to number six in the points after this amazing performance. We got Robert Height, still number one in the points. Ron Caps is 27 behind in number two. Matt Hagen is 60 behind in number three. John Forrest, keeping pace. He stays number four, uh, 74 back. Bob Tasker, the third, is number five, and he's 104 back. Alexis DeJoria moves up, and she's 129 back in number six. J.R. Ties, number seven. He's 150 back. Tim Wilkerson is number eight. He's 162 points back. Cruz Pedragon is number nine. He's 172 points back. And then Jim Campbell rounds out the top 10 in points. He's 229 points back. Blake Alexander's number 11 at 251 points. Chad Green is number 12 out of the championship hopes. Uh, 1,624 points back. So he is mathematically out of it. Uh, that that line is going to start to creep up on those folks uh, at you know, and in the eight in the six through eight position, uh, as well as nine and ten. Uh, you got to start doing something if you want to if you want to do it. It's not too late, but mathematically, uh, we're getting to that point in the countdown where you got to do something, or you know you might not be hoisting that beautiful camping world championship trophy at the end of the race weekend in Pomona the weekend of my birthday November 10th um so folks listen here all-star final here in top fuel bring me Antron bring me Justin let's light them up let's see who gets down there first how about Antron Brown is gonna get the win 71st win in his career, folks, let's get the pleasantries out of the way. The margin of victory was 10 feet. It was a whole shot win. It was a whole shot win. How many people can say they got a whole shot on Justin Ashley? 35 to a 55. Antron left first, and he got there first. Folks, I tell you what, on the TV show, it was close. 10 feet, but it was a lot. It wasn't as close as we think down there on the top end of the racetrack. So let's talk about these numbers because it was amazing. It was amazing. 3.7. I'm sorry. 3.672 beats a 3.671. 335.73 miles per hour for Antron Brown. 
from Maco Tools, Hank Stiffer, Sirius XM, Justin Ashley, 333.99 miles per hour, almost 334 miles per hour. These cars are not playing around. Hey, folks, how about a team matchup for you? How about a team matchup for you? Why did I say it like that? That is hilarious. Antron Brown was quicker at 330, 2.095 to Justin Ashley's 2.104. Not by much. Not by much. Hey, folks, how about dead even at the eighth mile? 660 feet. They both crossed at 2.951, 298.27 miles per hour for Justin Ashley. And in the other lane, 2.951, 295.46 for Antron Brown. What a race weekend, folks. Oh, wow. And the sun had did peek through those clouds at a certain point of the, uh, of the race weekend. Man, I tell you what, that was a solid race weekend. Let's talk about the points for Top Fuel eliminator let's talk about the points how about justin ashley is number one in the points man antron brown is 43 back in number two Brittany forrest falls to number three 52 back mike salinas is number four 54 back steve torrance is number five 105 points back doug kalitta's number six 132 points back Josh Hart falls some positions here. He's number seven, 133 points back. Austin Proc falls to number eight. He's 143 points back. Clay Milliken for Rick Ware and all that. Just, just amazing. Just amazing performance we're seeing out of that car. 147 points back in number nine. Leah Pruitt is number 10, rounding out the top 10 in top fuel eliminator. 178 points back. Sean Langdon is number 11. 188 points back. Tony Schumacher is 208 points back. Again, not mathematically out of it. Who is? is Doug Foley in number 13. He wasn't in the countdown to begin with. But 1,826. Everybody else is right there. So, folks, I tell you what. And that's no disrespect to Doug Foley, uh, by the way. But there's just no way. There's not enough points left uh, to accumulate to to mathematically uh, get the championship. But people are saying next year will be uh, Doug Foley's year. And I see it. I mean, that car is great. I mean, he made a final round this year. So that car is, 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 is a solid, solid contender whenever they roll into the racetrack. But, folks, man, I tell you what, that was a solid drag race, side-by-side -side drag racing, a funny car. Side-by-side -side drag racing and top fuel. Uh, I mean, I tell you what, you know, I didn't. Aaron Stanfield, I'm so sorry. Aaron Stanfield uh, got the win in pro stock car, uh, which is excellent. Congratulations to them. He beat Matt Hartford, I believe. Let me, let me check that. I, I want to make sure I'm telling you the right things. Give me one second, folks. One second, uh, but as I'm talking about it, uh, da -da 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 -da. 
Uh, but as I'm talking, I mean, I mean, it's just solid drag racing, folks. It, I mean, it was a great weekend of side by side drag racing. Oh uh, yeah, he beat Matt Hartford. Okay, um, huge speed, huge speed all weekend. You know, uh, anytime you see pro stocks getting close to two tens, uh, the track is good and the conditions are good because. You know, the pro stock cars and the pro stock bikes, they don't have any power adders like the nitro cars do. They can't spin the air a little bit faster to make up the difference, you know, when there's just a little humidity in the air, for instance, you know. Um, so, I mean, it, it. I'm excited for, for this weekend, folks. Like, this weekend is the NHRA Midwest Nationals from Worldwide Technology Raceway, the 11th annual uh in my backyard i'm excited uh, i've been going to this racetrack since i was a kid and to see what these cars are doing now uh they i mean sure they were running 330 to the uh the quarter mile you know back when when i was uh growing up i did see doug Kalita go th uh 335 um at that racetrack but listen it they're doing it in 320 less feet. I mean, it's crazy. It's 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 amazing because when you know how these cars work, you know just how everything has to go right. Uh, they're barely harnessed quasars. I love that from jo uh, Jack Beckman a few years ago. He did a uh, a piece for in, for Fox, and it. I mean, it's still one of my favorite. Uh, explanations of nhra nitro racing um barely harnessed quasars even when things go right the engine is just right on the edge man and that's when it's doing what it's supposed to do so again we've reached the end of another episode folks we got the midwest nationals coming up friday it's monday right now so i'm ready we're gonna give you some really good coverage um I'm going to get you some great shots. I'm going to get you some great videos. They'll all be posted on YouTube, uh, the Nitro Performance Guide YouTube, and um, the Nitro Performance Guide Instagram page. Uh, we're going to be posting pictures. We're going to be posting video clips that I get myself. Uh, also, it's also interesting in the uh, opening, uh, that that top fuel run that you hear, that is a top fuel run, not funny car. Um that's Antron Brown winning first round last year at Worldwide Technology Raceway. So I think that's cool. That's a little cool little Easter egg for you uh, with him getting the win last uh, yesterday in, in, in Carolina. So we're in good shape. We're feeling good. We're looking good. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff happening right now in the NHRA. So on the track. Not so much. Of, I'm, I'm not sure about what's happening other than that, you know, because that's all I care about, folks. I, and I, I, I just cannot reiterate that enough. It's in the title, performance. I got a degree in performance. That's what I'm here for. And that's why I love drag racing. Because you got to bring your stuff. You got to perform. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday. You know, your number one qualifier. Okay, but you got to do it today. You got to get down to the other end of the racetrack today. You know, so. Doesn't matter what you did last week or even yesterday or even an hour ago. You got to do it every time you pull the car up to the race uh, to to the ready line. You know you gotta be ready. So with that, I'm excited. It's gonna be a great weekend. It's gonna be 
fast, folks. I mean, we're talking Friday night, header fire, qualifying. Man, I tell you what, it's going to be fast. They're going to be thumping Granite City, and it's going to be awesome. So Madison slash Granite City, uh, the area. But, uh, man, it's gonna, they're going to be thumping. They're going to be sending those echoes all around Granite City as they do every year. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna capture that on my my microphone that I actually am using for the podcast right now. Uh, but soon I'll have a dedicated podcast mic. But I mean, this mic right here is is the mic that's gonna be responsible for capturing that beautiful sound. I think I capture it the most authentically, uh, the the most authentic capture and raw uh sound that i've ever heard it captured even and that's even saying uh, against the tv show i put my sound against the tv show uh but you know such different situations (laughs) but it's a production for me when i go folks and i make sure i get all that i can for folks that can't be there you know and just to for me also to look back and go, man, that was awesome. And especially with the way these cars are running. I mean, 335 and 333 in the final round of top fuel yesterday. Like, come on. They were within a thousandth of a second. 3.671 to a 3.670. Come on. That is awesome. So I'm excited to capture a lot of that. A lot of that. All of it. I'm excited to capture all of it. Uh, with my camera, my EOS, my EOSR, my EOS, <laughs> my EOSR, my Canon EOSR. Uh, if you're ever curious about what I use, I use the EOSR. It's a mirrorless full frame camera. It's got the same sensor of the Canon 5D Mark IV that I also shot with a few years ago, but it's a lot lighter than the Mark IV. Uh, but yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited to report back and uh, do a show about my race, man. I'm excited. So with that, I thank you for listening. And uh, we always appreciate you for for spending your time with me and just listening to me talk about a little drag racing. Uh, I appreciate it. I don't take it for granted. I never have. Uh, This podcast is going to be a year old in a couple weeks. So I will have to do something special for that. But it's awesome. So what a difference a year makes is all I got to say. So with that, you guys have a good rest of your day or night. And uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the Nitro Performance Guide. I'm your host, TJ Abernathy, the Nitro Performance Guy. And we'll be back with you after St. Louis. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be fast.